When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, All right, welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one, right? This is where climbers send in their song titles to as many as you want to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. And then Brent and I invite a hit songwriter guest on the podcast. We spring it live to Brent and the our guest and we have to come up with five or six different conceptual angles on how to write this song. It's not a co-write in any way, shape or form. It's just a fun, creative exercise that we just want you to have some insight into the writing room so you can see how different people flex this muscle and how they can spin a title around. And really, I mean, sometimes the first idea that you have, the first direction that you have conceptually is the right one, but usually as Brent likes to say, uh, you got to dig through the gold to get to the platinum, right? Mm -hmm. And get down there where you're like, oh, this is the angle right here. This is the bomb. So we don't, uh, like I said, it's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. We we demand nothing except an invite to the number one party, right, Brent? Anything you want to <laughs> That's add? right. No, this is fun. This is hopefully uh, kind of infotainment and inspiring infotainment. I don't know how to put all those three words in one word, but uh, yeah, to try and just encourage you to dig deeper and hopefully by kind of modeling what hopefully we do either on our own before a right or in the right, uh, just kind of show you how that works and that it's, it's okay to keep, to keep digging and keep challenging and go, Oh, what about if you do this? Oh, might it be better if all that good stuff. So it's fun. We're not bound by genre in this. And it's kind of fun because normally uh, you get in a room, you're like, okay, who's cutting or what artist am I with? And you kind of, on a certain lane. And so this is fun just because I don't have to worry about any of that. Oh, and also I forgot to mention really good exercise to breathe new life into your old hooks, you know, that you mm -hmm. just kind of gloss over in your hook book that haven't been there in a while. Brent, you've been practicing what you preach yeah. and you've gone back and pulled out some 20 year old song titles that you just wouldn't look at normally, unless you intentionally said, I'm going to go back and do a song title challenge on one of these. And lo and behold, mm -hmm. you got some cuts, exactly. you know, so uh, this works, man. And there's a reason that hook made it into your hook book, give it another chance to uh, just it didn't get uh, scooped up within a certain amount of time before the lettuce wilted. You know, you can mm -hmm. still, there's still gold in them now hills, right? <laughs> That's all right. So we got a biggie today. We've got uh, like a freaking songwriting superhero. <laughs> yes, it's funny. I, I texted a couple of my boys that like hit Nashville about the same time I did. And I was like, guess who I'm climbing with today? They're like, we hate you. 
Um, <laughs> actually, they said, man, one of my heroes. So uh, our guest today, it was raised in Eastern Tennessee. Man, I'll just, you know, we do quick intros on these, but we can go for a while. Uh, released a record on Mercury Records that produced, I think, believe, three charting singles. And one of my favorite records, Tore This Sucker Up, it's called If That Ain't Country. You probably know it. You definitely know some of the songs uh, that wore this out. He was uh, one of the regulars. If we got to see him at the Broken Spoke, it was a good night. And so we we used to go down there and, and hang out there and go, look at that guy. He's awesome. And uh, some of the cuts that y'all know are Run and Cowboys Like Us by George Strait. I'm Trying and Chrome by Trace Atkins. Didn't I? Uh, what do you think about that? By Montgomery Gentry. What Brothers Do by Confederate Railroad. Touched by Rascal Flatts. Uh, Christopherson for Tim McGraw, Randy Hauser, ton of stuff. Uh, Anthony Smith, welcome to the climb. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for saying yes, Anthony. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I love that. Well, this is fun. This is fun. And actually, we wrote, it must have been 12 or 15 years ago. Yeah. I think last time we've been in a room, real or virtual together. So it's good to see you again. Right. I remember that. We had, it was a good time. And we had. Uh, Up in Universal, I think. Yeah. Well, we wrote someplace. It was an old house, uh, and I think Carson Chamberlain wrote there. Oh, yeah. So the other one. It's been a minute. Yeah. I know we wrote one time over at Universal. Yeah, we did. Because parking sucked. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Parking sucked. Yeah. Then that's everywhere now. So. All right, here we go. So. Yes. I had a, a little bit of trouble in this, because the first two that I really liked, I just thought, you know, I better check and. Not that it's a deterrent if it's already been done, because, you know, there were three songs with this called Fire that went to number one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not that. But I wanted to get something a little different here. A little, little more Blue Ocean. So, yeah. yeah, I think so. And this is this will be interesting. So this is from Joe Bogalki, who hey, Joe. I think he's been on before, right? A couple of his titles before. So, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The song title is. I kind of like this one. I'm going to be very interested to see where we go with this, but the song title is Pointless Score. Pointless, Pointless Score. Yeah. Score, S-C-O-R-E. Correct. Oh, man. Is it about TCU's seven points the other night against Georgia? <laughs> is that what this is about? Did that game just get like immediately boring? Like within well, the first escalated. Yeah, that escalated. seven seconds. Like it just, I was like, oh gosh, this is not going to be pretty. That's how wicked the SEC is right there. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, anyway, sorry. That's the first thing popped in my mind. <laughs> that didn't matter. Pointless score. Oh my goodness. That I've definitely never heard that one before. So that's not the one that you thought you'd heard before, right, Johnny? No, there was, I mean, there okay. was one that was like literally like a George Strait song. And oh. I'm like, oh, or not George Strait, um, George Jones. And okay. I, I didn't do that. And then there's another one that was a pop cut, but we'll save those yeah. for later. But this one, it'll be interesting. I think there's a lot of different ways we can go with this, you know? Yep. Pointless score. So I'll just go ahead and pop the top on it because who knows if we'll ever pull anything out of this one. But pointless scores. Okay. So looking at the title, let the title write the song. Score, you had the sports metaphor. And pointless, I mean, that's like, it didn't matter. So it might be almost a, um, like a breakup song and somebody's getting a, a burn on somebody else, but it doesn't matter, you know, or. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, saying something mean, but it's pointless because it's, you're already broken up. Or maybe it's the opposite where like, you know, I brought her flowers and she liked it, but apparently that didn't change anything at the end of the game. Like I still lost It was pointless score. Oh, that's easy. That could be self-deprecating then where you, you made a mistake and you're trying to bring it back up. But yeah. And OK, so you could go funny with that. Yeah. Because 
you know, it could be like, I mean, I think every guy, you know, every straight male has tried to be in a relationship with a woman has had a moment where it's like, you just did something so stupid that there is nothing yeah. that is going to get you out of that hole. Like you're just going to have to wait it out. You know, yeah. it's just pointless scores. Oh, and Anthony, you can say, you can put anything you want before or after the title to twist it up too. So, mm-hmm. you know, have fun with that. Uh, so I think of pointless scores and faithless whores. Oh, uh, no. Okay. So <laughs> can you call it a score with a whore though? I mean, it's kind of like a short thing. <laughs> I don't know. That, Cause that's the other thing I thought of was like scoring. I'm like, Oh, well there's that. Uh, well, to me, score would be, for example, would be like, um, got her in the backseat of my old Ford mm-hmm. ended up with a pointless score. Cause now she won't see me no more. Yeah. It's like, he got to maybe first base, so he's or, or maybe got a home run. He got maybe scored, but it was pointless because she apparently didn't like it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> she's like goodbye. You're right, goodbye. Can you come back from a pointless score? Time you could. <laughs> yeah, over time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> over time. Oh, there we go. Right. You'd have to be both pointless. Both right. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. Um, yeah, this can go downhill quick. Um, but also pointless is like zero points, right? right? Pointless. Like there are no points scored. Right. Right. Could that be something? I would just say like useless score or whatever, but pointless. Yeah, no one. I just don't know what to do about that. Um, it has to be had to have scored. Yeah. It just, it'd be, irre- it's, you know. Move. Irrelevant. Yeah. Um, boy, I do think the breakup thing where like she gave you some sort of compliment at the end, but the flowers were nice. <laughs> nice try. Well. Pointless score, garbage time, right? <laughs> garbage time. Score. Hold on. I, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So, all right. For the guys like me that are out there who have a hard time understanding women, right? I have got sisters, but they're younger than me and by at least four years. Mm-hmm. They were not in my social group growing up. So, you know, their trials and tribulations with men did not come through to me, right? I didn't mm-hmm. witness those. But there are things I think that when we talk to women and they're like, it's the little things, right? So maybe mm-hmm. it feels like a pointless score and that's the song, but fellas, like, you know, these little things matter, right? To, to make your girl feel special. It's not a pointless score. It may feel like one, but it's not. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And a way to turn that more positive, which is mm-hmm. nice because pointless score just feels so negative. Yeah. I think it's a passing line. I don't think it's a hook. Yeah. I would be the same way. Yeah, I think it'd be, it could be a really interesting and thought-provoking passing line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But resting the, the strength of the song on that might be a little hard, you know? Yeah, but that is our task today. That's the challenge. <laughs> That's yeah. the challenge. We, we've got to make it, we've gotta make it <laughs> worth something. Right. <laughs> uh, so if you did like a story song, I could see like, you know, we were getting blown out by halftime, you know, on Friday night, football game, whatever, and we managed to punch one in garbage time. It was a pointless score. And then I'm going out and licking my wounds with my girlfriend, you know, trying to make up with her, you know, that kind of thing. And it doesn't work, but you get a pointless score and maybe a goodbye kiss. Or she says some compliment as she walks out the door, man, just another pointless score is where I think you could maybe, you know, kind of tie a story thread through this thing. So that could be one thing. Poor guy got blown out and blown off at the same night, but <laughs> What about a song about perseverance? You know, there's no such thing as a pointless score. Yeah. Right. Like everyone can't like, you know, test and learn, you know, mm. it could be a get through life um, 
you know, sometimes where you're maybe you're hoping for something and you've got your sights set on this one thing and you it doesn't end up the way you want it to be. It feels like it ends up another way. You feel like it feels like it's a pointless score, but actually that's the direction you need to be going in, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, too, if you're playing in the game and you're behind 40 to 10 and there's two seconds left and you score again and you've got 17 now, it's really pointless. Right. Mm-hmm. Except for the effort, right? The right. showing everybody else that you're still there to work. Well, adding this to love, you know, it's like you're going to keep trying, but at the end of the day, you're just not going to win. Yeah. And a score technically is pointless, but yeah, the effort you know, might be worth it. Mm-hmm. But um, when you were talking, I was visualizing this guy taking a last second three pointer mm-hmm. to dress his girlfriend in the stands <laughs> and it, the crowd goes crazy, but he sees her leaving with another guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it was pointless to try to impress her, but he did score, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Yeah. Or, or, okay, in the context of maybe the long game versus the short game, right? Like to your point, if, you know, if you're down 40 to seven and there's two seconds left and you make another score, it's a pointless score. But if that's the first game of the season, Mm -hmm. you know, and the effort required to keep that going, where can we go with that as far as like metaphors are concerned? Because then you can peak like my beloved Green Bay Packers almost freaking started doing this and then blew it with the, of all teams, the freaking Lions. But I love Rodgers, man. Ugh. I love him too, but I want to choke him out sometimes. Like, <laughs> you know, every time he gets a new girlfriend, stuff goes sideways. Like, it, it's weird. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, he, he just, uh, it drives me crazy. But, but you know what I mean? It's like you can be that team where you just start off crappy and then all of a sudden you start to hit on all cylinders and you get in on a wild card. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, you win three in a row because you get hot at the right time. Yeah. So that score, 
was everything. That was the beginning of the momentum. Even like, you know, like how is a pointless score veiled? It's veiled, right? It's mm-hmm. like, what does this make possible as opposed to it? We didn't win this game, but how we got that score is where, you know, we unlocked out the wins, like how, how we can win the future, maybe. Yeah. I remember, and like who notices the effort? I remember back to like, I think it was in high school, maybe my freshman year. So I was still doing like, you know, the, it wasn't the varsity game, which I played then too, but it was like the junior varsity or whatever we play on another night. It was like all the, you know, freshman kind of team. And I'm pretty sure it was that. And we were getting blown out one game or whatever. And I was on the D line and I was still like stunning and getting through, but I'd get the quarterback some and I caused a fumble or two, like, even though it's out of reach, like, but I was having like, personally, I was having a good game and not good enough, obviously. But I remember the coach saying, well, Baxter hadn't given up. Mm. And that always stuck with me. Yeah. Like he's still going, he's still, you know, his his motor's still going. And even though every tackle was in a way kind of pointless, it didn't change the outcome in the win loss column. Of course it was JD. So I love that. But you know, is there that kind of thing of, I don't know. That's just what it makes me think of. Um, and also like, if we think to like a world, like global inspirational in a way, kind of thing of like an act of kindness, you know, in this world where it's crazy, it's almost like Garth Brooks, the change. You know, I hear in the saying, you'll never change things. And no matter what you do, it's always the same thing, whatever. But this world won't change me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm doing to prove, like, with an act of kindness or love. What if it's that kind of thing about, you know, you think the world's going to hell in a hat basket. We can't stop this slippery slope. But to me, it's not a pointless score to do an act of love, to do an act of service, to do an act of kindness. Even though I don't care if we're at the gates of hell, like, I'm bringing a bucket of water because I'm just not giving up. Right. I wonder if it could be that kind of thing where the, you know, people think, and that could be resonant with a lot of people because, you know, just the world is what it is and it's appears to be heading in the direction it appears to be heading kind of whatever side of the aisle you're on, you can have your doom and gloom, but going, Hey, acts of love, that kind of stuff. It's not a pointless score. Like it still matters. Yeah. It's never too late to do the right thing, to do something good. Exactly. It, it still matters to that one person. Can't save them all. Yeah. But to that one it matters, you know? Yeah. So that might be a way. It's still kind of oh, odd with the sports oh, thing. Oh, 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 Horshack, oh. yes. Okay, hold on a second. So this actually happened to me. This is so strange that you just brought this up, but it was a freaky moment. So, man, I don't even remember this evening happening, right? It was way back in high school. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember how this happened because I didn't know this girl, right? Like she was not in my friend group or anything like that. So I don't remember the night, but there was this girl. Yes, Johnny? Right. Starts off a little weird, right? So um, something happened where it, it came into my awareness that, um, and I just can't remember even how it happened, but that she needed, she was somewhere and she needed a ride home. Mm-hmm. And, she, and I think it was one of her friends that was one of my friends was like, can we go do this and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because that wasn't in the plans, right? So we're going to go out of our way to make this happen for somebody. Mm-hmm. And we went and we did it because she was in a little bit of trouble with a guy, I think. Mm-hmm. Like there was something really not right going on mm-hmm. and she needed to get the hell out of there. And she was kind of trapped. She felt trapped. Decades later, man, she calls me or hits me up. I think it was through DMs on Facebook and was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you probably don't remember this night, but X, Y, and Z happened. And and I was just, hey, your friend needs some help. I don't know that I was aware that there was some dire situation going on, mm-hmm. but we just went and we got her and we took her home, you know? And um, and I don't remember her being really emotional or anything. Like she might've been just trying to keep it all together until then. But later on, like 30 years later, she hits me up on this DM and she's like, you know, you don't understand. Like, you know, you just did this one thing that was like something that maybe you might've done, but like, 
you kind of saved my life right there because I was about to get raped. Oh, wow. And so sometimes like it made me think about it was like, sometimes you do something you just normally do, right? Yeah. To be a good person. You don't understand the weight of it on that other end. So it feels like a pointless score to you, but it was the Super Bowl win for them, you know? Wow. Which is a crappy, and you wouldn't use those those <laughs> metaphors, but, <laughs> right. but you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes that pointless score can really change somebody's life. Like to you it was, but wow. And I think there's probably a lot of stories like that where you just you don't know you're just helping someone stuck on the side of the mm -hmm. road or whatever. And it's like, you know, yeah, it didn't seem like much to you, but it was so much on yeah. the receipt. That's wow. That's an amazing story that and it kind of reminds me too. my buddy, Steve Leslie, I don't, Anthony, I don't know if you know, Steve Leslie, but he wrote second wind with Daryl Worley. And of course that was out there. And, and that song, um, you know, has touched a lot of people. And Steve said he was playing a show one night and this lady came up was like, you know, she was in an abusive relationship and that song came on and she packed and left. And Steve said, you know, somebody was talking to her at the show because, you know, other people didn't know her at the show. And so I'm talking to him. And for some reason, they asked, oh, is that your husband referring to Steve? She's like, no, but he's the second most important man in my life. Oh, wow. wow. You know, because he wrote that song and that got me out of this relationship. Now I'm remarried and I'm somewhere else and I'm happy and I'm safe. And I'm like, and of course, that song did well. But it made me think about like those songs, maybe as songwriters that we write that we think. Well, that ended up on this small little album that the world will never hear. Or maybe you played it out, but it never became a hit. But then for somebody, you know, that it gave them the, the little push to do something that changed their life. I think about that, too. Like some of my songs, like, well, I kind of had bigger aspirations for that. Mm -hmm. But you never know how that might, you know, change somebody. So I wonder if you could even do like a third person point of view kind of thing on kind of the omniscient narrator, you know, about you know, whether it's a, a writer that writes a song and plays it out and just like felt like a pointless score. He got a nice little round of applause, but it's not moving the needle and it's not getting on the radio. But then you follow the girl that changed her life because of that. Oh, you know, and this whole time he's thinking that was pointless. Like, what was, I love that. It failed. It's like, no, it's changed somebody's life. You know, I write gospel songs and Christian music and like everything else, most of them don't get cut or they don't become you know, monster hits or whatever, but you never know how God may be using that. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's 20 bucks in the bank, <laughs> you know? And, and yeah, like from a, maybe from an eternal point of view, it's like, no, that's priceless. Like I use that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Really good, good thought right there. I really like that. Yeah. Cause you're right. There's not a lot of money in that, but it's definitely can be fulfilling for sure. Mm -hmm. Or a whole other reason. And, yeah. Um, and inspiring too. That's one thing about gospel music. If you're really doing it for the right reasons, it's uh, not to get off subject, mm -hmm. but it, you sometimes you're inspired, which drives your creativity even better. You know? Oh yeah, it just kind of keeps all the machinery up and running better. Like it just <laughs> keeps me more in balance. Yeah. You know, so everything kind of tends to work better. So, which is good. And that having a three-hour, you know, Bible study songwriting session, that's kind of fun. Where you can kind of do both. You're like, oh, that was, that was nice. <laughs> so all right pointless score good grief joe what are you doing to us here we got a word for this one i know this is i truly think that the song because i think if you try to write this song i mean all of the points that we've made making this serious is really good points but from a commercial standpoint mm -hmm. i think the way that that hook would sing it doesn't just roll off your tongue right it pokes Mm -hmm. And I think to do that, 
uh, to use that and make it commercially potentially viable, I think you would, it almost has to be lighthearted. Mm-hmm. I think it could be a, it could be real heart heartache needs to be in there, yeah. but it needs to be this dude or whatever that this happens to what, however way it happens. And, um, but I do like your original thought about like the ball game and, and putting it in that perspective. And, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you see this guy, he's out there trying to impress that girl. And, and that in itself is kind of clumsy, yeah. which is kind of cute. Yeah. You know, in fact, he's on there's the heart rate. And I, something like that seems like it would be the most digestible and easy to get the concept for average listener, you know? Yeah. Okay. So here's a thought too, like thinking of, you know, like it, right now it's basketball season or whatever. And you're here, you know, chance refs suck or ref you suck or, you know, SEC or overrated, whatever. Can you write it in such a way that pointless score, you know, becomes like somebody scores late, but they're getting blown out. So the home team crowd is just razzing. I'm like, oh, like, oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> you got a field goal at the end and you're down by 30. Good on <laughs> you. Pointless score. Point. You know, is there like some way to write that in a way like, okay, that's where we're aiming for. We want to write that in a way that's like can be a crowd. Ch- I got it. Yes. Don't let you make it the cheerleaders chanting. Uh-huh. And they're chanting. Don't let Baxter shoot no more. He just scored a pointless score. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's a cheerleader chant. <laughs> cheerleader chant. I can see pom poms and everything. <laughs> yeah, you just scored a pointless score. You got a few. We got more. Yeah. <laughs> Friend, you, you missed your calling. You needed to be a cheerleader. <laughs> Ready. Okay. No. <laughs> but so that might be, you know, like that whole, I like it. I love it. You know, yes. which is, it's like such a crowd thing. Like, Oh, could that be a possible outlet where like that could be the life of it where, you know, somebody scores late and all of a sudden that comes over the loudspeakers and the crowd's just razzing, just dogging the other team. Like, Oh, can we write like enough of a song that it's a song, but we just want to inject it into that world. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, okay, hold on. How about along the lines of something like conceptually like a boy named Sue, mm-hmm. where maybe that the song starts off with the hook, because we were just talking about that, Brent. Yeah. And it's that kind of a cheerleader chant. And you put this cheerleader chant to music, right? Mm-hmm. And just make it like this is like this could be Ain't no holla back girl, right? Yeah. It could Ain't be no like holla back girl. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could be like uh what's his face? Uh you, oh nothing God. about like Queen, you know. No, but, but you, well, but. yeah, something like something like that. Something like big and chanty, but maybe the whole song starts off with that's the moment. Mm-hmm where he was just so like, he finally gets the first shot and they're like razzing him. Right. And it's like (laughs) a terrifying moment. You know what I mean? He never forgets in his life. And, and he's got to continue to like prove himself forward or something like that. And that was the thing that really made him tough or whatever, or, Mm. or got him through. And you got to put some kind of story to that freaking cheerleader chant that everybody can sing along. Yeah. I could see that. Or achy breaky heart, you know, something like that. Yeah, for sure. That's what I was thinking. Hey, yeah. So I think that's fun. That kind of turns me on going, oh, if that's the outcome, let's kind of give the stage direction to try and get you like, yeah, it may not be number one on the radio, but if I turn into the, you know, NCAA tournament sometime and I hear, you know, somebody chanting that, I'll be like, that does my heart good. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. That team is a little more miserable tonight because of work I did five years ago in a writing room in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I've made my mark. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, can we get one more out of this? Can we get one more? No, no. Um, <laughs> I think I've shot my shot. I have too. 
I know. I, I know. <laughs> Tapping out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a, like you said, I think that's a, it's not a title as much as it is a passing line, you know? Yeah. That could set up a different title, maybe from these concepts, you know? Yeah. And I think what Anthony said is really smart and something to pay attention to is like the way it sings. Like, this is not going to be like a Celine Dion big note or Carrie Underwood pointless score. I mean, the S is alone, just a mess, right? Yeah. And so you got to think about either a different hook, maybe that title gets you onto an idea and then you wrap it up with a different hook going, oh yeah, but we should call it this instead, but came off this title. Or you got to find a way to sing it that actually it makes sonic sense. So I think that's an important point. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, Anthony, thank you for saying yes. I'm sorry we didn't come up with a better song title, but you know what? It's always a learn a learning situation when we go into these things, right? We learn what works. And what works. <laughs> yeah. But um, send your titles in to info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge into the subject line or STC if you uh, if brevity is your thing. Um, <laughs> and then we might just uh, have a hit songwriter on to help us flesh out the concept for your title, all right? This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.